When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This summer, don't be left without air conditioning. Call Care Heating and Cooling and get on a care plan to protect your family. With a care plan, you get system maintenance and priority service in case of emergency, giving you peace of mind. Plus, a well-maintained air conditioner runs more efficiently and saves you money. At Care, their service technicians are paid to fix your AC, not sell you a new one. And their award-winning team is available seven days a week. Call Care today at 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Welcome back, tennis fans. This one, an exciting podcast because somebody has been getting back to form. It is Gail Monfils. He seems to be back. Uh, well, it's just incredible. He's won his 500th uh, career match and he's up there in the dizzy heights, it seems, with only a few names. And uh, I think there's only a few people who are above him. Isn't that right, JG? Yeah, there's not many. It's very difficult to get there. Um, have you got it up on the screen? So I'm not on I there can, at the moment. Yeah, I can bring it Mate, up. Let's, let's bring it up and we can uh, we can have a little look at it because the, the company he's with is very good. You've got obviously the one, the number one on top of everyone, Roger Federer. When you see that number, it's just ridiculous yeah, because 1,251 <laughs> career wins. Is Djokovic going to be able to beat it? I think it's possible. I really yeah. do. I think he's got plenty plenty of years left in the tank. And if he does, he could come very close to, to beating that. I reckon that will be his target. The one thing we've got to remember is Federer, still at 40 years old, hasn't retired. So yep. even if he can pick up a few wins here and there, he's going to just be sort of um, making the gap bigger and bigger each year. Nadal as well. Can he take the number one spot? There's, there's definitely hotting up between them three. It's going to be between them three for number one, for sure. Yeah. Don't see Murray getting close to that anymore, or Gasquet, Vadasco, Chilich, the others. But right at the bottom of the list, Gal Monfils, and he's been having such a terrible time on tour recently. It's yeah. nice to see something, a positive story about Gal Monfils. Obviously, he got married the other month. That was a nice positive story. But in terms of on court, terrible. He's just not played very well. And he sort of come back and answered the critics here with a big win against Alex Dimonor, of all people which I think is a really big one in straight sets to be able to do that. 
Dimonor's a serious player. He beat Lajevic in the round before. Um, and then in Toronto, I've got it up here, he beat Milman and TFO as well. So amazing that he's finally winning matches. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, I absolutely love to see it. Uh, I just don't think it could happen to a nicer guy on tour. Obviously now 34 years old, not getting any younger. Uh, and it didn't seem like that type of thing would even really be affecting him. Obviously, we know at the beginning of 2020, he was one of the best players on tour. It was him and Djokovic, the undefeated people, really, uh, yeah. on those unbeaten runs. And he would he came up against Djokovic. Remember, I think he even had the match points in that final or, or semi-final against Djokovic in Dubai and was just pipped by him. And after that, it all went wrong. Obviously, COVID hit. He hit an eight-match losing streak that lasted for, or well, between that Djokovic match and February the next year at the Australian Open, then Rome against Sonego, and he finally picked up a win in Lyon against Saboth Wild. Then he lost, I think it's one, two, seven out of the last uh, next nine matches. And finally in Toronto, it seems he's regained something. It seems something's come back. Is it the marriage? Is it personal life going better? We don't know. We just absolutely love to see Gail Monfils back to his best, nearly. I wouldn't say exactly top top but seeing some of the shots he's pulling off it's nearly as the old Gail Monfils back on court and I'm a bit super excited the way he dispatched Alex de Menor yesterday in style as well yeah. and Alex de Menor no schmuck on the hard courts I know he's not been in the best form but he's still very very good competitor and not an easy player to just uh get done right, in, in the world back. 18 in the world, a good player. Exactly. Um, Almino said it took over a year, but I think Monfils is back. I agree. I think he is back. I know you're, yep. you're not sure, but I think now we're going to see him push on and, and show how good he is. Uh, and Pat Carr there says he's back because the audience is back. We know with Monfils, he's someone who relies on the fans, something we've not spoke about. All of a sudden, there's fans back in the stadium and Gal Monfils turns up. Is that a coincidence or is he just is he just playing to the audience? Well, exactly right. This is, he is the, almost the ultimate showman on the court. And they released... He's an entertainer. Well, exactly. And an entertainer without their crowd is nothing sometimes. You've got to feel great for him. I saw that after his match last night, I think that they were playing him, uh, doing an interview and playing some of his best shots throughout of his career, going through some of those, just rekindling some of that energy and just getting him. And he's just like, oh, I remember this one. Oh, that shot against Chilich where I did the double like smash from the baseline and then finished it off with a cross court like slice backhand. Just amazing watching some of those. And different hairstyles and everyone the, the dreadlocks were down. Then he had a shaved head, had the sleeveless. He was like, Oh, I like the sleeveless one there on that match. <laughs> it's just a, what a, what a player throughout the years he has been. And this is going all the way back to, I think what sub 2005, maybe. Yeah. So we're talking it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like 16 years, maybe more. It seems like forever, mate. Since I've been watching tennis, Monfils has always been a fixture. So I'm really happy to see him there. The big question I want to ask you is how far can he go? Looking at some of them names on the list, mm. I think he probably has a little bit... How old is Monfils now? Before 34. He's 34. I think he has a little bit more scope than some of them other names. Robredo, not sure if he's retired yet. 
Uh, I don't think he is because these are active players, but I don't think he's playing on main draws. No, Last time I saw him, it's more challenger stuff. With Renka, a lot of injury concerns. I honestly think Monfils can catch up the likes of, of Renka, of Adasco, them kind That's of people it. there. I think he can get into that 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 sort of ballpark. The big thing is, can he make 600? I think it's a, I think it is a possibility. Yeah, I, I really think it is. If he goes on those storming runs... Can again, he catch no. Murray? What, um, it's, I'm, I think that's a little bit too far, maybe. Murray's still looking really good. I watched his uh, match versus uh, Hubie Hercatch, and he had set point in the first set, and he looked, he was hitting the ball so well, uh, Andy. And, and just when he missed that set point, it all sort of fell away. I think the confidence and her Hercatch served well in the tie break. Mm. And it was done. But I think that he has the ability to get to 600. Not sure if he'll catch Murray. I'm interested to see how he does against Andre Rublev in the next round. Because Rublev only just got past Chilich in the last round. Yeah. Three. And um, we've seen Monfils hasn't dropped a set yet in this tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds crazy. I think Monfils wins it. Um, I don't know if you're going to go down a little bit on this one. Because there's some interesting sort of alternative players, I believe. Um, let me see. If I, should, I think it was on there. Just go down a little bit. Let's see if it's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll keep going. There, there we go. go. So you've got these are some other names who are still playing. I wanted to get your take on them. Simon four nine four. He's very close. You'd think he can get another six wins. Song. I'm not so sure if he's going to make five hundred. Isna. You'd expect him to get there. Nishikori. Can he get there? Del Potro. I doubt it. But there's some. It just They'll shows put, you that, that oh. look at the caliber of players here, and you've got Galman Feast. He's overtaken all of them in career wins. Yeah, I mean, we we know he can go on a storm. Puts it into run. perspective a little bit, and you see likes of say Del Potro and Nishikori and Songa there. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's he's he's always been one who can make a final. That's why with Galman Feast, he's he's a dangerous player when he's playing on in form. We saw it at the beginning of 2020. He was on that storming run. He won two, I think it was two tournaments in a row. Yep. Going into that Dubai Marseille, one. Marseille, maybe, was it one of them? I think they were both Marseille, if I'm yeah. uh, right in thinking. But yeah, he won both of those, beating good opposition along the way as well. And only just fell short against a Djokovic in incredible form. So just goes to show how how high his, uh, well, his stakes can be. I think that he just missed that mental side against Djokovic. Always the case, it seems to be, for certain yeah, players. Yeah, well, he was so close. Did he have match point? I know yeah, he was very close for point, it. Yeah, yeah. you got Jasper there saying he's, he reckons he's going to get around 570. I reckon he might be break 600. I'm going to make a, a stand. I think he can do it. And I believe in Monfils. And if he is back, then there's no reason not to. He's 34. You'd expect him to have another few seasons. And um, if you can More play to 40, then why not? Then he definitely will make it, I think. I think he's got more tournament wins in him, to be honest. I don't think yep. that uh, we've seen the the end of him winning tournaments. He's won 10. He's got 10 to, uh, career titles so far. Uh, he's got three 500s. I'm sure he'll be looking to try, if he can, to get a Masters. I mean, this would be his first opportunity to get a Masters. He's uh, He's had three attempts and fallen down in three attempts. And it was in 2009 against Djokovic. Yep. And uh, on hard court in Paris, then in Paris again against Soderling, and then uh, in the Monte Carlo in 2016 against Rafa. Those were his three attempts at Masters. So maybe this could be his opportunity. Rublev? Yeah, I really hope so. I think he got quality shot going one more. He's like, what a player. 
Um, hope he has a blossoming end to his career where he gets career best results in some of the slams at least. Unlikely, of course, but imagine the scenes if he won a Roland Garros. I think a Grand yeah. Slam is a step too far. I'm honest. I don't think he's going to win a Grand Slam. But even if he can go really deep in one, oh, that'd be um, great. in France, it's, it's more special than anything. If you can do it at Roland Garros, because you know what the atmosphere like is mm. like there when he's playing. We even saw it this year when he's not been playing well. They were really trying to get him going a bit. Um, yeah, yeah, so if definitely. he's able to, say, get a deep run, get to a semi-final or something, it would be amazing. It'd be electric. Oh. Um, but for me, I agree with you. I think if he can get a Masters win, that'll be a great way to sort of go out on his career that he managed to uh, clinch a Masters title. Well, what better opportunity than now as well? Because uh, I don't know if I, if you know where he is in the draw. Uh, he's he's down, obviously down the bottom. I think it's the bottom. No, or is it the top side of the draw? But his next couple of matches, he's got in the draw. You could sort of say he could have a lot worse. He's got Andre Rublev, who's just been to a hard three sets. If he gets past him, he has between Pear or Isner. I mean, if he gets past Rublev, you'd have to say that the next round match probably easier than this round. And then after that... Yeah, so who's he got, got next, sorry? Did you say Chilich? Rublev. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was Chilich. So yeah, I know I said he's going to win his next one. Oh, I, th- I got mixed up with who he's playing. I think Rublev's tough. That is a yeah. real tough one. But he certainly, Rublev's not looking the same level. So I'd love to see him do it. I'd be cheering on Monfils. Gives you an idea of where his game's at as well. With somebody like Rublev, he's not hitting the heights that he really was last year on the hard courts. Uh, probably a no better time to play him than now. If he gets past him, you've got to think maybe. Wait, there's one thing gonna... we're not remembering here. What? There's one massive factor. We're doing a podcast on Gaumon Thieves. Yeah. So what does that mean? Ah, yeah. Well, the other person... <laughs> the last time we did a podcast on a player was Nakashima. Yeah, they, they went out, I, don't think, yeah. I don't think he's won since. He went out the tournament. He's been struggling. So we've probably just haunted him and sent him back to what he was like a, a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, because true. now we've done this podcast, he's going to probably lose in straight sets to Rublev and... How dare lose the next you? Few matches. Come on, Gail. No, I'm just yeah. saying that's what happens. As soon as we do a podcast on a player, they just lose it. Well, that's the pressure, the GTL pressure that it puts. <laughs> when, when you get in, the, get in this much limelight and you get in, you get a podcast about you on GTL, it, it puts that much pressure <laughs> on you. I think the players feel it. And Benoit Pair is probably going to be feeling it too because we've been sort of singing his praises. We could have a Monfils pair next round if they both win. How crazy would that be? Two of the least form players we've had over the past year meeting each other uh, in the Cincinnati Masters. And I'm sure they've played each other so many times before as well. And you've got Kathy there calling it a GTL kiss of death. Um, (laughs) Almeida saying, congrats, guys. Just chilled his chances. Take a bow. And it's probably true. That's the the top and bottom of it. (laughs) But I'm all for it. Hopefully Monfils can win. Hopefully Pear can win and we get to see that match up. Let's see how they both do in Cincinnati. Um, I am aware of the time because I know I've got a meeting soon. So maybe we we'll go through some of the results. Yeah, uh, let's have a quick wrap up of some of the things that were going on yesterday. That was probably the best use of this last five minutes. So yeah, obviously while you're we... doing that, quality shot saying, if you really want to trigger some people, why don't we do a podcast on one of the big three? Uh, the difference <laughs> with them, guys, we do a lot of podcasts on Djokovic, Nadal, um, mostly them two. And they always seem to still win. So... I don't think I think they're they're, they're sort of exempt yeah. to the to the curse. 
I think, well, unless you call my song a curse on Djokovic at the Olympics, I don't know. Uh, Maybe they're well... vaccinated against it. Oh, the let's, let's not bring up the vaccine again. <laughs> I don't think I can cope. Uh, I can't cope with the hatred anymore. Uh, yeah, so we see a couple of the results last night. Well done, the Schwartz, mate. He went through in three against TFO and City Pass, looking good. Going through again. He's creeping through that bottom side of the draw. I'm looking forward to seeing how he gets on. Can he get to that final? And can he can he grab a win before the US Open? Put himself back in the, back in the picture, so to speak. Yeah. It was a tough first set as well. I don't oh, know if you yeah. saw that. It was a tire break. It's very close. So yes. I'm happy to sit past managed to get through that. We've got an amazing match today, though. Medvedev, Dimitrov. Dimitrov rolling back the years from when he won Love in 2017. It. Medvedev won in 2019. So the two former cham- champs going head-to-head here. I don't want to say it, but something thinks, makes me think Dimitrov could cause an upset. I really believe it. He's playing amazing. He's sort of rolling he back the years. So anything's possible there. Well, you know what he's like on hardcore. And it's just typical, isn't it? When we both thought, oh, is the bad run going to continue? Suddenly, the real Dimitrov turns up. And then he just wipes players off the court with that amazing tennis. What are they calling? Baby fed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people in there. Right, let's go back to some of the other matches from yesterday. Oh, no, this is... It, there was a couple of matches, I think, that were overlapping from the night before. Yeah, uh, Medvedev going through there in straight sets against McDonald. Isner knocking out uh, Yannick Sinner there. Very, he's looking great, Isner, isn't he? Still, yep. still doing it, still getting through these tournaments. Zverev. Well, he's approaching the 500 mark. So maybe we'll be doing a John Isner podcast next year. Big John podcast, a big pod for Big John. I think that's very fitting. And uh, Lorenzo Snego, he's sneaking through as well. I thought Tommy Paul would beat him. Shows what I know. Lorenzo Sonego knocked out Alcaraz, now knocked out Tommy Paul, getting rid of the youngsters out of the tournament by the looks of it. Uh, the women's, just have a quick touch on that. Well done to uh, Ons Jabur. She managed to beat Iga Sviantek, but the, the big story of yesterday was probably the Coco Goff naomi Osaka match. Osaka got it done in three. Yeah. So Well, well we wanted to, to do a watch-along for that, but unfortunately, because of work commitments, we was unable to. Um, I might have to shoot soon as well, mate. So I don't know if you want to just finish this off. We're just yeah, going yeah. The I mean, we'll just quickly wrap up the last ones. Obviously, the big shock there. I'd say it's big. Sabalenka, that's who I had to win it. She goes out to Badoza. And uh, Krajikova, uh, she's through to the next round. Krajikova. Krajikova. There's some very tasty <laughs> matchups in the next round, though. I don't know if you've seen... Today, obviously, we got Kalenia Booster, her catch. Yeah, that's Zver- people in the chat were talking about that one. That's a, a sort of a popcorn one because it's hard to call. I actually think Kalenia Booster beats him. <sighs> yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. Uh, Zverev Pella. No one's talking about Pella. He keeps winning. Uh, and well, he, beat, he beat Fanini. Fanini, when he's having an off day, I could probably beat him. So that's oh, how much God. I can say about that. This one's the one I like. These, well, these, these, these two. We've got. Uh, Barty versus uh, Azarenka, Krajcikova versus uh, Muguruza, Pliskova Pagula again. We said it would happen. It does happen. Kvitova, Jabur, and uh, Ribakina Badoza. I think the women's have got some incredible matchups. Yeah, and I think we're going to be covering that women's one tonight at 9 p.m. Probably yep. we're a bit later, but Kvitova on Jabur. I know we said we were going to cover one yesterday, but it just went on all a bit late. So we'll make sure to do Kvitova Jabur tonight. So make sure to join us on Game to Love for that. I've got Indeed. a meeting in one minute, so I've got to go. Um, <laughs> if you haven't already, like this video, 
Subscribe if you're new. And well done to Gal Monfils, 500 club. Next stop, 600. Um, and let's see how far he can go. Can he catch Andy Murray? Let's see. See you later, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.